can't hear. Yes! Be a big surprise. What could it be? Oh, man. Play Lance in with something heavy. Sure, it's amazing. Indeed. That, of course, the great Buster Poindexter, hot, hot, hot. And when you hear that song, you know it's not about me and my team, but we've got a guest here. He started off hot. He lost a couple games, but he's back. Two wins in a row. He's hot, hot, hot. That, of course, Jason Lance. How are you, my good man? What up, what up? I'm doing good, man. Glad to be on here for the first time in... A million years. First time in a long time, man. And I'm really glad you, you were one of the rare people who kind of reached out to me. You were like, hey, what time do you record the show? I was like, oh, are you trying to come on? I was like, yeah, let's do it, man. Because, I, you know, honestly, like, I, I know everyone's got kids and stuff, so I, I try not to bother people. You know, I, I, I rely on my brother and Corpy, and uh, we, we know Micah's got nothing better to do, you know, so he, he, can, he can always come on. But, you know, I, yeah, I appreciate you uh, taking, taking the time out now that the, uh, the kiddos are in bed. So, yeah. Yeah, man. It's, uh, I've been doing uh, stay-at-home dad here until I find something that fits, so... I was thinking the other day, I was like, man, I got to get on there. I really have no reason as long as you can, <laughs> as long as you can wait a little bit later. Yeah, this is good. This is like old school. This is back in the day. Like me and Shark used to record a little later. We've been doing a little earlier now, but yeah, I don't mind. I got nothing else going on. I got my, uh, my hometown Braves are getting killed here in the World Series, it looks like early and uh, that's it. Life. What? What better thing to do on a Wednesday night than talk fantasy football? But yeah, well, yeah, since you haven't been on in a while, man, I know, uh, yeah, I just want to catch up a little bit. How is, how are things? How are the, how are the kids? How old are the kids now? Are they, uh, trick-or-treating age? Uh, we got, uh, yes, uh, Cora, my oldest, turns five on Friday. Oh, wow. Well, happy birthday, Cora. Yeah. Well, she and must then, be excited. Uh, she's very excited. It's a huge weekend with Halloween and everything, so. Yeah, I can imagine. Best thing, and can they trick or treat? I guess you can trick or treat now. Was there trick or treating last year, or was that sort of coveted out and banned or whatever? In the town of Elkton, there's no such thing as COVID. So, uh, so yeah, it was it was full. It was it was all systems go, huh? Full on, and yeah, exactly. Good. Well, that's good. Well, I'm glad that uh, it hasn't hit you out there. They do a thing down. (laughs) It's around. Really care. Yeah. Well, that's good. Well, that's not really good. That's kind of scary. But, you know, hey, as long as, you know, <laughs> be safe out there wherever you are, you know, no judgments, whatever. Um, you know, hopefully uh, hopefully everybody's safe and vaccinated and, you know, do you. Do you. That's what I always say. Um, Amen. All right, Lance, are you ready to talk H-Berg FFL on the H-Berg FFL podcast for the first time in a long time? I'm going to do my best. That's Let's definitely first time co-hosting. Yeah. Well, good. Well, hopefully we'll get a good vibe. It takes a while. I know it's hard. It's kind of like I kind of ramble, 
And then I'll stop rambling, and then you can kind of jump in if you have anything to say. If you don't say anything immediately, then I'll just start rambling again. It takes a while to get used to it, but, you know, I, I love the sound of my own voice, so don't feel obligated to, uh, to do anything. But I'll try to set you up. I'm here to make you look good, baby. Oh, And I will promise I won't call yeah. you baby again. That was a little weird. <laughs> hell yeah uh well since you're here let's start with you because you're coming off the big win and i'll save the ponage for for later but big win 130 to 107 over micah morris's mm's red wolves and uh this was the the stafford show 38 37 for jamar chase 200 mm. yards an 80 yard touchdown and uh Gisicki looked good 14 nice d week with uh 15 from the uh, the Colts there, and I, I guess this is when I do my weekly rant of I how different my season would have been if I would have just kept Jamar Chase through week one. I've cut him before he ever played a game like an idiot, and yes. uh, you are uh, reaping the benefits. What's it like to uh, to have this, this phenom tearing up the league? Dude, I, well, first of all, I appreciate it. That was yeah. Uh, crucial. Yeah, anytime. Cons- Glad to help. Considering I don't have shit for a, a waiver pickup so, ever, so uh, that was awesome, and uh, it just worked out that he happened to suck ass in preseason, and apparently is Superman. Yeah, he's fantastic. Um, yeah, and you could have an old DK had an eighty yarder on the bench. You could have had the rare double eighty yarder. That's that's just the uh, the Kleesner coulda shoulda woulda segment of the podcast. His favorite, but. Uh, yeah, you, you didn't need it this week. You had you had the well, big it's, one. In my defense, I put DK down because Geno Smith is garbage. And then Sutton, I thought the game script was going to be more throwing because, uh, of course, Mayfield's out and he sucks. And uh, and Chubb, I thought there was going to be no running game. Yeah. Well, So I was just – Yeah, I mean, to be fair, yeah, DK had, what, like two catches. Just one yeah. of them happened to be like an 84-yard touchdown. So it wasn't uh, – uh, yeah, your uh, your instinct was correct. Yeah. Um, but you know, for you, five and two, and you know, it, obviously we have to say you've been doing it without the number one overall pick, Christian McCaffrey. So you've got to be feeling pretty good, and you know, assuming McCaffrey comes back, even if he doesn't, you know, you're in pretty good shape. You know, what do you think? Are you anticipating him coming back, or if the the are you worried the Panthers might? continue to slump and and there won't be as much incentive to bring him back i guess is that a concern or you, you think we'll see mccaffrey again uh from what i'm reading it's it, this is more precautionary and they're still not i mean yeah they're sliding but uh but regardless uh i i think it's actually almost better that um that he went another three games because if he comes back like fully healthy then i mean well shit then uh my team's looking pretty delicious with uh, Jacecki coming on as a recently yeah. a top five tight end, and um, but I mean I'm not sitting there. I, I am not upset with my team, even though I've been putting up crappy points except, except for this week. I, every week I'm like, man, I I like what I see. The Gibson thing sucks, but uh, with Chris McCaffrey. Oh, another note to put out there: uh, Javante Williams, as frustrating as that's been. Uh, has the second easiest uh, rushing uh, defense schedule for the rest of the season. He plays garbage. 
Oh yeah, I'm looking at it. Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, he's yeah. uh yeah. He's not bad. He hasn't been bad. He's been all right. He's been pretty good. Um yeah, well, we'll see. I can speak with uh firsthand experience from uh the McCaffrey situation last year having him on my team in this league and then you know you yeah, so yeah, I definitely re- rather wait and have him come back than rush back and get hurt again. So hopefully that works out for you better than it did for me last year. Um, on the other side of the ball here for Micah, um, you know, you, you caught him on, uh, on Josh Allen's bye week, which, uh, which worked out pretty well for you. Jameis only got him 18 Taylor with another good game, another hundred yards with uh 19 Evans, big game, three touchdowns, but, uh, Daryl Henderson, kind of a, uh, maybe a, down week from what we would have expected from him, and he got a five. Harris had 27 on the bench for Micah, so it could have been a little better performance there. But, um, you know, still a strong team. I still think Micah's got one of the better teams top to bottom, but, you know, especially when Allen's in there. So we'll, uh, we're expecting well, it, better things. I got lucky, in a sense, um, with Hopkins having the revenge game and starting off huge. And then literally, like I was looking, they were talking about today, he's only getting like 19% of the the snap share uh, from that. He, they're distributing the ball way too much right. for him. And uh, that's what happened. He got that. I was like, man, he's in for a monster game yeah. and then nothing. Yeah, it's definitely not the old uh, Houston DeAndre Hopkins where he was just the, the only option, you know. And Kyler's a good enough quarterback. He can spread it around a little bit, so – um, but didn't didn't uh, Hopkins have that quote when he got the like the fastest person to I don't know so many touchdowns or something? He said, uh, "I want to thank all of my quarterbacks." Oh, is that right? <laughs> all, yeah, he like I want to thank all eighteen of my all, quarterbacks uh, or something. Yeah, who even knows? They got they had some clowns starting playoff games back in those days. Yeah, I can't even remember them all for sure. Yeah. Uh, well, big win for you and yep. a big win, biggest win of the week. If I'm looking at my scores correctly, goes to Team Ownage who narrowly tipped you for the high score of the week with 131 uh yeah. to a tongue of Iloa, 33 in a spot start after uh my brother and i trashed that pickup uh Kleesner <laughs> gets the last laugh there uh camaras coming around 100 receiving yards that's good for 28 he got a touchdown as well uh and aj brown back back yep. in a big way 24 points and a nice little d week there 16 from the patriots and uh, for Ron, uh, he started off hot. He had the, the big uh, Dearness Johnson waiver wire pickup goes for 27 on the Thursday night game. And that was his, uh, his top score as uh, Lamar got 24 and uh, Jacobs got 11 for him. But uh, single digits for Moore Hill. Um, so a little bit of a down week for Ron. But, uh, you know, Onich getting the win and... Um, you got to think if if AJ Brown comes on here, if he's looking to be back, Kamara looks to be back. Um, you know, we'll see what's up with Dak. I mean, he's a little he's injured, so we'll see. But um, you know, big win for Kleesner, and he needed it. Yeah, no, it's it's he's got a he's got some good pieces um, on that lineup for the record that he has. I mean, I guess just bad luck instead of like me, good luck, but. Uh, yeah, we'll exactly. you know, there's a lot of teams and we'll, you know, we'll talk about the standings here in a bit. But yeah, it's sort yeah. of there's a, 
a lot of a lot of teams that are sort of in that same boat. You know, you can have a good week and win, or you can you can have a bad week and lose. So that's fantasy football. Not everybody can be five and two on top of the world, Lance. You know. Amen. LeBron's injuries <laughs> are killing him right now. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Sanders got banged up in that one. Still without Chubb. Um, you know, he had a couple guys on by here. This was the this was the bipocalypse they were calling it, Lance. Did you, did you, have you heard that? Everyone's talking about this bipocalypse, and we survived. Oh, yeah. it. We made it through. I'm first place in a in a couple other leagues, but one of them where I'm killing it. I literally had seven guys out. Well, you are you are doing better than me. I'm in I'm in three leagues and I'm literally in last place in all three of them. So I will I will not be following uh, the draft guide that I used this year. I was like I'm going to change it up and I'm I'm going to follow a different draft guide. Well, we will not be doing that next year. We're going to be going back to fantasy pros or whatever I was using before because this did not work out. Didn't work. Uh, well, speaking of my shitty team. John B. Neff's fighting blue streaks, 102, uh, 80 for La Resistance, as John B. wins shorthanded without Antonio Brown and with oh the four points combined from the running back position. He still mm. wins. Uh, Aaron Rodgers got 29. Cooper Cup, 32 more points to, uh, as he is like just on some crazy record-setting pace. Uh, you know, I don't know what it is, but I think he's like the top ever fantasy scoring receiver through seven weeks, whatever it is. And a uh, big D week. And uh, that was enough for one Oh two. That's out there in, uh, in LA, those Rams, the white on white crime going on. It's terrible. This was just, this was a bad game. I didn't get that reference. What was that? You talking about Cooper? Cup? I, said, uh, I said Cooper cup and Stafford oh. got that. White oh on white yeah. Crime. Oh, it's just brutal. So my brother said a couple of weeks ago he'd never seen a trade high candidate like Cooper Cup, and then since then Cooper Cup's had thirty and thirty-two points in the last two weeks. I mean, um, you know, I don't know that we're going to see this, but you know, how is he? Is he your number one receiver if you had to pick one right now for the rest of the season? Or are you still like, I mean, Devontae's got COVID now. Tyreek's a little banged up. I mean, you know, what what do you do if you're John B? I mean, we John B is not one to trade, as we know. So I think he's going to hold him. I think, uh, I mean, even if John were a trade, if it was Micah, I would still hold him because uh, he's got more targets than Devontae, uh, which it's crazy to think of. And, uh, I mean, yeah, it's the proof's in the pudding. I mean, unless barring injury, which you can't worry about that, he's he's going to get his. I mean, look at Robert Woods on uh, on Dave's team. It's he's had like what one, maybe two really good games. And that's yeah. it. So I mean, I, I wouldn't be shipping him for. You're not going to get unless you're getting like a beast running back and a beast receiver, but that's not going to happen in this league. That's what I do every night before I go to bed. To help myself cry myself to sleep, I look at the draft and see where I picked Allen Robinson ahead of Cooper <laughs> Cup, and I just sob yeah. silently. Oh, that, man. Oh, just brutal. You know, I, I can make a list of, of bad moves I made. That's right up there with the Jamar, Tate, Jamar Chase. I'm like, boy, I, could, I would like to have had Jamar Chase and Cooper Cup. That would look nice. But instead, I have Cordero Patterson and Calvin Ridley, my Rams uh, receiving combination, and this was actually the best 
receiver production I've gotten all year uh, with 20 combined points. That was pretty special. But uh, unfortunately, my uh, I'm usually in single digits combined at wide receiver. So this was a big game. Uh, but unfortunately, both of my running backs were on teams that got blown out here. I, I've been relying on uh, on Chuba with McCaffrey out, and uh, they got mm-hmm. blown out. And uh, I did not see the Chiefs getting blown out, so Darrell Williams did not do anything. Hertz had his usual garbage time special twenty seven, but that's um, crucial. It is. Uh, it is a mess. It's mess. It's a mess in La Resistance Land. The 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 less said about it, the better. So let's. Uh, I- I don't even remember who I dropped for Jamar Chase. Obviously, it was so early, but I was just yeah, it was oh bad. My, that, that's I mean, I'm not even rubbing it in. It was just one of those things. Yeah. I think I picked him up because whoever I dropped, I was. It wasn't like a oh my gosh, I don't want to get rid of this guy. Yeah, uh, I think I think it was an like an obvious. Well, might as well just to just in case. I I was totally out on this this Jamar Chase. So even in in uh, this other league where I'm terrible, I'm like one and six in this league. And uh, I after week one, this guy offered me Jamar Chase for Miles Sanders, and I turned it down. I was like, No, nah, I'm not oh. buying this shit. This Jamar Chase is a flash in the pan. No way, dude. Miles Sanders oh. is gonna turn it on. I'm like, So I was out, and then, uh, I was wrong. I'll eat. I will eat my crow this year. I will eat my crow. As I eat the losses that route that uh, that I rack up in all these leagues, it's very sad. Did I looked it up? Um, you, you all actually gave me shit for it, which I understand. But I dropped Melvin Gordon uh, yeah. for Jamar Chase. Oh, that was the Melvin Gordon drop. That's right. I was after, like after screwed. his hundred yard game. Yeah, it was one of those things. I was like, I'm not doing this uh, committee, and it's taking a little bit longer. But uh, everything I was reading was like. Javante is going to break out, and of course, it hasn't happened. So, whatever. <laughs> well, I know maybe it was a different move, but I know there was one move where I think that I think I just said if you were going to do that, then you should have just dropped Julio. You had Julio right at one point, or do you still have Julio? No, I, I dropped him. Yeah, um, for think, a sudden. Yeah, I think that might have been the question. Was like if you're, you're never going to play Julio, then maybe that was the play. But uh, yeah, I think you're doing okay. You're doing just fine, Lance. <laughs> uh, yeah hey you know you call it luck i call it i call it skill baby uh, yeah. speaking of skill gambinos <laughs> i don't know if that's if that's not a good segue well I don't yeah. speaking of luck and or skill gambinos 110 iron flag bros 96 kyler murray 29 points deandre swift 23 Kyle Pitts, the Kyle Pitts breakout game. This is why mm-hmm. my uh, my two stupid Falcons couldn't score any points because Kyle Pitts was uh, too busy racking up all of them with 163 yards there. Uh, he goes for 110. For uh, the Flag Bros, uh, 32 from Tom Brady. Uh, massive game. Could have been bigger, but they were they took the foot off the or they took him out of the game. He he went insane. Four touchdowns. Godwin had one of those touchdowns. That's good for 22. Uh, Devante with 13, and uh, Young Hui Ku got him 12. But uh, started Ramondre Stevenson at running back, who was uh, ruled inactive. I think they, he might have been a late scratch. Lee had uh, no pivot there with uh, you know no other running backs playing. So tough break. Uh, but Gambinos get the big win, and uh, you know he's kind of 
you know, doing it less successful. Doesn't quite have the record that you have, but, uh, yeah. you know, also doing it without his first-round running back in Saquon Barkley. So I think he's got to be happy to uh, to be treading water and get this big win. Swift looks like a player, and, um, you know, and he didn't have Jefferson this week either. So, yes, this, is a, this was a big win for the Ghost. Yeah, he had three points from his receivers. Yeah. Ugh. You know? He was he was hyping up Brandon Cooks. He was saying Brandon Cooks was the truth, and we were all fools for for not liking Brandon Cooks at the draft. But you know, now where's Brandon Cooks when you really need him, Shark? Come on. Uh, yeah. Well, that was that was Lance. Lest uh, <laughs> lest anyone think that was me. Uh, yeah. Tough break. Nice. Um, and finally, speaking of uh, players, we all thought we're gonna lose or teams. Everyone wrote off Richard Corpy. He's got his entire team out. He's got no Justin Herbert, no Ezekiel Elliott, no James Robinson, no Mike Williams, no George Kittle. And his ragtag bunch of misfits come in here and knock off Paul Reiner's fighting cockheads, 94 to 83. Um, and he did it with a seven at quarterback, Corpy did. But uh, McLaurin <laughs> had a nice game at 25. Mitchell got him 21. 12 from Booker, 14 from the D. And, uh, you know, this was just a weird game. Mahomes and mm. uh, just they just got – they looked terrible. They got beat. He got – I thought he was concussed. They said he wasn't concussed at the end of the game there. Um, you know, so down week for Paul. Uh, Debo Samuel continues to look like a, like a great player. But, uh, you know, Derrick Henry, only 15, not the – not the huge game that we've been seeing the last few weeks. So Corpy, uh, Corpy's got to be uh, laughing his head off that he pulled this one out. Dude, I would have bet. I would have bet the over on touchdowns and yardage for the second half of that Tennessee game with Henry, and it didn't happen. It's crazy. Or you would have thought, you know, even being down. I mean, even being, you know, the game script of being down and and Mahomes having to throw, you know, even more than they already do, that he would have gotten a, a touchdown. But you know, for no touchdowns from Mahomes, yeah, tough break for Paul. I did not see that one. We, uh, me, third, me and Kleesner, uh, uh, me and Kleesner picked this one wrong. That's for sure. It's the third lowest uh, uh, fantasy score from a quarterback this year, and that goes to that early round quarterback. That Paul took. Wow. Yeah. If you want a seven, you could have just picked up Jimmy Garoppolo off the waiver <laughs> wire. You would have been just fine. I mean, come on. Aaron Rodgers has the worst game one. Oh, uh, that's week, right. Oh, my God. One. But, that uh, was like, you remember when Corpy cut like Tom Brady back in the day, like five or six years ago after he had a couple bad games and then he just went nuts? Oh, that's <laughs> that's that's why you don't panic. Don't, don't sit your studs. Don't cut your studs. No. Especially, don't cut them before they ever play a game in the NFL. You don't know oh. if they're a stud or not. These are all these are all lessons, folks. Uh, yeah. All right, Lance. Well, any final thoughts on uh, on week seven in the book? We're halfway home. We've got an even number of weeks this year. It's back to the the fourteen games regular season, just like it's uh, two thousand four all over again in here. Yeah, it's getting getting down to the nitty gritty. That's what it sounds like. Well, we'll see. There's still a lot of season left to be played, but what's uh, it usually the is it usually a race to like seven or something to get you in? Well, seven was always the guarantee. I mean, I think in the, in the thirteen. I mean, I don't think uh, I don't think any seven win teams, even in the the few years we had the fourteen, ever ever 
miss the playoffs. Um, mm, you know, we yeah, definitely had plenty of six and sevens in the uh, the thirteen game schedule, but I think I think seven. I think seven is going to get it. Well, maybe not. I don't know. The way this thing is jumbled up, let's take a look at it and see what's happening here. So, the nasties five and two in the West. Over mm-hmm. in the East, we've got uh, Blue Streaks are five and two. Iron Flag Brothers are four and three. And every other team in the league is three and four. Um, wow. So it's jumbled. I mean, not all not all three and fours are equal because you've got like Paul and Micah who have uh, scored over 800 points. And then you've got shitty me who is like barely scoring over 600. So, uh, yeah, some of the some three and fours I would feel a little better about than uh, than others. Um but, you know, it, it's there. You just got to win the games. All you can do, you just got to beat the team that's uh, sitting across the table from you, right? That's that's all yep. you can do. If you're so sitting at a table with them. I guess. I don't know. What is, what is the saying? That's not the saying. You can only beat the guy uh, across the field or whatever. <laughs> Something I don't, like that. You don't, sit down, you don't sit down for Sunday dinner with your opponent every week and, and, and stare him right in the face and say, look, you're going you down. You fool me once. I guess it would be Saturday. Fool me once, right? You know, all right. same on me. I'm not, I'm, I'm not good with these sayings. I'm not, I'm not like you, Lance. You're, you're known for your quips and your puns and your nicknames. I'm not exactly a wordsmith here. All right, I'm trying my best. Give me a break. We're doing the best we can. Um, all right. Well, let's take a look at week number eight. We'll start off with some moves here ahead of week eight. Um. So uh, I have the worst team in the league, and I had the number one waiver pick. And unfortunately, uh, the best I could do with that was pick up C.J. Uzoma and drop Mo Alley-Cox. This is a classic point-chasing move where you pick up the tight end who has the big week, and then they disappear. But uh, I am uh, I don't think that's going to happen this time. I'm feeling good. C.J. Uzoma, that's my guy. He's been better than any tight end. He's had two uh, two games in the last four over 20 points, which would be like my highest scoring receiver of the entire season. So I'll take my chances. Oh, you got that uh, high-powered offense. So, yeah. I mean. Tight yeah. end on a good offense. Chase is drawing a lot of attention. Maybe he gets lucky, falls in the end zone. Waller's on a bye and hurt. So we'll take our chances. Uh, yep. Pat's fan, Deontay Johnson in Jalen Waddle is out. So Corby gets his boy Deontay back. I think, uh, my brother commented that he liked this move. Uh, Deontay Johnson gets a lot of, a lot of targets in that well, dink and dunk offense. I'm going to, I'm going to go back on that. I mean, you can go either way, but the Jalen Waddle has more targets than Deontay this year. He's he's getting double digit every single week. We had which, that one crazy game with a bunch of targets, right? Where he had like fifteen something. It's who uh, Tua looks after, and and they're going to throw forty times a game. I mean, Deontay's not. Neither of them are a bad person to have on your team. I just hate that he had to. I don't. I don't know. It was almost bailing on him early when you got the injury prone Steelers out there. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's it, it is what it is. It's kind of an even trade, but I like the younger, more exciting. I can see it going either way too. Yeah, it's close. Yeah. Um, Gambinos are in here. Jerry Judy set to uh, to come off IR uh, at some point, and uh, he had seen enough of Tyler Lockett. We we sort of 
know the story with Tyler Lockett. He will uh, score 30 points in two consecutive weeks, and then he will score about uh, 15 total over the next five weeks. And that's that's sort of the roller coaster ride you that you go on with Tyler Lockett. And uh, and my brother said he he wasn't interested in riding that ride any longer. So no, I understand it was especially in this league. But you got when Wilson gets back, it's a, it, it's a little less rocky. But yeah. uh, Geno Smith is like Micah said or somebody said on the chat or the text is garbage. It's terrible. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, definitely with Geno. Definitely with Geno. Tyler yeah. Lockett is uh, unplayable. Certainly mm-hmm. unstartable. Uh, Red Wolves back with a D move. Bengals D in, Eagles D out. I think that's a nice pickup. Um, Cockheads. Oh, the aforementioned Melvin Gordon. He's been bouncing around from team to team. He's one of those guys. He's in. Alex Collins is out. Any uh, mm. any thoughts on Melvin Gordon? You, you're a Javante guy, clearly. Well, they're. Uh, I mean, they're splitting them even. But yeah. like I said before, uh, both of them have a chance to at least produce. Uh, down the stretch because of that schedule. So, I mean, I'm just going to hope that old, old Melv gets injured, but uh, but either one can – they want to control the game by running, even with Judy back. Uh, so, it's – I mean, I don't think he deserves to be on the the free agent uh, market. So, yeah. that's probably better than Collins. That's fair. Um, Flag bros, Zach Moss in. Ramondre Stevenson out. Can't argue with that after uh... – Ramondre was uh, not even active last week, so I think that you got to do that move. Um, Blue Streaks, oh, here we go. This is fun. Tony Pollard in, Mike Davis out. Now, Mike Davis, I I said I liked that matchup he had against Miami last week, and he was terrible. And... uh, this is fun. If you get to be the, you get, John B gets to be the asshole rooting for an Ezekiel Elliott. This is a fuck you Corpy move. Uh, and, and this podcast has always been, has always taken a fuck you Corpy stance. Um, to my, uh, my long time, uh, uh, many time co-host. Uh, so, uh, what do you make of this? This is good. This is fun. Uh, I mean, I, in this league, the handcuff or to hold somebody's handcuff is it's hard ahead of time. Is that's why the waiver wire screws you so bad um, when you have a high, uh, whatever, a late pick in it because you can't really afford to uh, premeditate. Yeah. Um, and but I mean, whatever. Mike Davis is trash. That's why he's not on my team. Yeah. And uh, so you got to pick up somebody, but I don't know. Maybe it's tough. I, I like I said I said it last week. I actually um, had some. I, I ended up picking up Madison as my own handcuff. But if somebody else was going to go that way, I was going to do these sort of speculative ads just because the way that, from what we've seen this year, with so many running backs getting injured, I mean, it's sort of it's it's hard to do. It's just really hard to do in this league because you can only have so many running backs. You can have a maximum of four running backs, so it's really hard to hold a running back that may not necessarily have standalone value. Although I think Pollard is, you know, I mean, well, we had a flex, he'd be flexible possibly, but you know, in John's defense, say he, maybe there's Mike Davis is garbage as we know, but maybe there was nobody he liked. So why not pick him up for a week? Fingers crossed. Something happens to Zeke and then, or move on. It's no lose. No lose situation. Uh, 
Pat's fan. Oh, Homer pick. His boy Mac Jones is in. Jimmy Garoppolo out, who we uh, you know can't argue with that after he puts up seven. Flag Bros. Jared Cook back in and O.J. Howard out. So Lee making a little tight end move. He's uh, desperately waiting for Gronk to come back. Uh, post waiver. Well, look who didn't get up. Shocking did not wake up at four in the morning this week. Wow, he Micah. He didn't have to pee, I guess. Really sleeping in. I tell you well, what. Uh, piss wait. the bed. Oh, <laughs> Uh, he's going Teddy Bridgewater in and uh, Teddy Two Gloves in Jameis Winston out. So that's um, not very exciting, and we'll talk about that in a second. Why? Uh, Micah's back. Graham Gano in. Will Lutz out. Will Lutz is out for the year. Micah back again. Now here we go. Let's talk about this. Deshaun Watson in. Teddy Bridgewater out. Deshaun Watson. Roger Goodell said, that uh, there's not enough evidence out there. This guy's been accused by 22 different women of sexual assault and sexual misconduct. We've seen, there's no, whatever, I don't know. It's criminal complaints about it. We don't know all the facts. My question to you, Lance, is on a fantasy karma scale. I believe in this fantasy karma. I think this is a bad move. I think this guy's got bad vibes written all over him on like a fantasy karma scale where like, I don't know, who's a nice guy in the league? Like, uh, you know, uh, t t Tampa Tom Brady. He seems like a nice guy. If he's a one and uh, Ray Carruth is a 10, uh <laughs> Where does this rank? This is I, I have this somewhere between like a Ray Rice and like uh, Ray Lewis or something. You know, I I don't know. Where where are you on this scale of uh, this is bad bad juju? I mean, the allegations are pretty rough, but the fact that there's no video evidence, like when Ray Rice decked his uh, wife and drug her into a uh, elevator. I mean, that's a little different, but. I don't know. I'm, I'm with you. Uh, the dudes, I don't know if your team, you just can't touch them right now. Like it's, it's all about social media and everything else. And like what team out there that's in the United States is going to be like, Oh man, during these times, I'm going to put this woman hater, whatever the heck he is, or even take a chance. It seems bad, especially like with the Panthers rumors and they had all that uh, situation with their former owner that was had all these mm -hmm. uh, crazy misconduct allegations going on that they would even want to go there. Yeah, it's very weird. I know and Miami's really I, the story I read today or something was like, oh, well, uh, they have a deal in place, but it's contingent upon uh, his legal issues getting cleared up, which is obviously that's not happening anytime. So that's like I could say I've got a deal out. I'm going to get Deshaun Watson to be my butler if he can get his legal shit taken care of. You know, and that's just that's just lip service. But I I don't know. Bad vibes. But uh, he'll, be I'm actually, he'll be cut eventually. I'm, I'm surprised that there wasn't immediate uh, uh, trade offers with that guy in it from uh, Micah. Shopping Deshaun Watson? <laughs> I'm, yeah. That's because like, the news changed. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like it. I've seen this move, you know, and I'm not, I've had people do it in some other leagues. I'm in not, not for me, but that's probably why I'm in last place. I don't take, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't have that killer instinct. Well, in Micah's defense, I guarantee he did it because Josh Allen 
you know, if he doesn't get injured, uh, is uh, byless now. He's back. So. Oh yeah, he's got nothing to lose. Yeah, so whatever. It's like, all I, trade. Yeah, it's just super. It's just Micah super. Uh, you know, he's ready to wheel or deal. Hey, I got a top five quarterback who happens to be a serial rapist. Anybody interested? <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. 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 Yes. <laughs> Let's us not. Uh, you know, let this not get back to Deshaun Watson. I don't want him coming after me. <laughs> Innocent until um. proven guilty. Uh, and finally, Gambino's big D move. Titans D in, Raiders D out. So that's uh, that's where we stand, Lance. Are you ready? All right. All right, we are back. Lance is here. We're going to look yes. ahead at a pivotal week eight. Every mm-hmm. week pivotal in the H-Berg FFL. Uh, no game more pivotal might as well start with uh, my game. It's, I think it's probably the biggest spread here. Actually, a lot of a lot of big favorites this week. But uh, as we said, not all three and four teams are uh, are built equal, and uh, that is evidenced by the sixty-one uh, percent uh, guru favorite here for Paul, the cockheads, guruing a one fifteen. I'm down at a lowly one oh one. And uh, and you look at these lineups, and you can see why Paul's got Mahomes. That's a Monday night. We assume he's going to play against the Giants. That seems ugly. Uh, Derrick Henry, of course, you got to play against the Colts. Eckler, uh, yeah, you have to play him against uh, New England. Sanders and Samuel Goddard, Butker, and the Cowboys. That is the Cockheads lineup uh, for my beloved La Resistance franchise. Jalen Hurts, uh, either Daryl Williams or Chuba Hubbard. I'm not sure it matters. Uh, Dalvin Cook back off a bye against the Cowboys. Ridley and Patterson, my my all-Falcons wide receiver duo. That can't be good. C.J. Uzama off the wire. Zerline and the 49ers against the Bears. Um, So... Uh, you know, I don't pick against myself. I, I will pick against me. I like to outline every week how I'm going to win. And uh, this one definitely is hard to see how I'm going to do this. But I think it's, it's going to come down to a big D week. I think it's the 49ers. Yep. We saw what the Buccaneers did, 20-plus points. I'm going to definitely need 20-plus at D against the Bears um and and it's definitely going to be the, the, the falcons they got to come alive my wide receivers have to score eventually it's week eight Th- they're gonna do something maybe kyle pitts gets more attention from the defense ridley finally does anything dalvin's back hurts has a nice game mahomes is concussed mahomes is dizzy he's like falling down you know, he's like stumbling around out there, tripping over his feet. Andy Reid takes him out after the first series. So Paul gets like a zero at quarterback. And all the rest of Paul's players tear their ACLs on the first play of the game. And I win. Lance, your thoughts on this plan? Uh, your plan's crazy, but I, I think <laughs> I, I, I don't think you're that far off. I mean, uh, you look at Micah's uh, when Micah's spread against me last week looked dismal, and I was yeah. looking at matchups and stuff, and I was like, "Well, because I mean, Mahomes should bounce back, but who knows? Derrick Henry's Derrick Henry, but if you look at Micah's thing, Eckler, you got to start him, but Belichick is going to 
single out one person, and and I wouldn't doubt it if he picks Eckler as the you guy. That, yeah, that's it, tough. That's tough because it's you know it's Herbert in that passing offense, so you, you never know. But we saw them get shut down against Baltimore a couple of weeks sure. ago, so we'll see. But you Sanders, know. Sanders, I mean, could have a has a good matchup, but uh, it's such a good matchup that I could see a. Uh, unfortunately, I'm playing Dave, but I could see a uh, Diggs uh, eruption week because Allen's not going to have to spread it around. He's just going to just keep throwing it to his man. So uh, I don't know. Uh, it's. It's not out of the. This is the last ditch chance for Ridley because Carolina's <laughs> yeah. terrible. And, He's a uh, bust. He's been such a bust. Well, having said all that, Lance, you like Paul though. You got to pick Paul. You got. Yeah, uh, just out of I got to do Paul. You don't yeah. have to spare my feelings on this show. This year, you know, I've been. This is my fifteenth year doing this show. Sometimes it's more fun doing it than others. It's uh, you know, it's when when you're riding high, it's easy to come in here and talk Hburg FFL. It's not quite as easy when uh, when you're at when you're at the bottom of the standings looking up. But hey, content is king. I'm still here for you people out there. Don't worry. This the show. Yeah. The show isn't going anywhere unless, uh, you know, I may have a kid by next Wednesday. So this could be the last ever Aceberg FFL podcast for all I know. So Lance, oh, thanks man. for joining me. That will be a, 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 a footnote in history right there. Be, Who was the guest be, on the last ever Aceberg FFL podcast? Because Dave that, got that all of a sudden be, got too busy. That'd be a sad uh, honor, actually. <laughs> nah, you know, we're going to try our best. We're, we're not going anywhere. Uh, let's see. What else we got here? Ron B. Hedricks fighting big dogs. Three and four. Gambinos also three and four. Gambinos are a 60% favorite. Gambinos. Kyler Murray. Thursday night, he's going to be looking to get out to an early lead. Kyler against Green Bay. Swift against Philadelphia. Joe Mixon is in against the Jets. That looks good on paper. Jerry Judy, straight off the waiver wire right now um, against uh, Washington's terrible defense. Jefferson against Dallas. Pitts, got to play him against Carolina. McPherson and the Bills defense against Miami. For Ron, um, boy, oh, boy, Sam Darnold. Lamar Jackson's on a bye here. I got to think Ron could could have done better, maybe. I don't know. But as it is, Sam Darnold in a good matchup against Atlanta. Uh, Ernest against uh, Pittsburgh and Nick Chubb against Pittsburgh. Boy, oh boy, this is uh, this is it getting interesting for the big dogs here. Tyreek Hill, DJ Moore, that's a little better. Schultz is back. Zane Gonzalez and the Rams D against Houston. So this could be another, uh, you know, this could be a couple of big D weeks here. Um, I'm, uh, yeah. This feels like this, but then again, this is like you said. This I was on here last week. I did the Corpy game, and I was like, I don't even need to talk about this. I've seen enough. Corpy's team sucks. They're gonna lose. Da da da. I feel the same way. I mean, like it's very hard to pick against Gambinos here, Lance. Now, yeah. you, you seem much more reasonable than I am. Tell me why I'm wrong. Uh, no, I can't. This, his matchups are too good. Sam Darnold's trash. Um, uh, the double Cleveland thing. I mean, I don't know. He Receivers doesn't have are... any alternative here with Sanders and Jacobs, so that's all he's got. I don't know. If... I mean, he could always pivot to the waiver wire, I guess. My, uh, if Judy is not quite ready, and then uh, if Jefferson has uh, digs on him in that Dallas game, I mean, that could be really tough. But other than that, man, his 
his matchups across the board are against doo doo defenses. So yeah, um, give I, us yeah. the Gambinos. Yeah, it's the Gambinos. The damn beans. Uh, let's see here. Pats fan, three and four. Red Wolves, also three and four. Red Wolves, a 61% favorite. Mm. Let's see why that is. Uh, well, you know what you're getting from Micah. You're getting Josh Allen against Miami. Looks good. Daryl Henderson against Houston. That also looks good. Uh, Jay Taylor against Tennessee. Uh, also good. CD Lamb against uh, Minnesota. Good. Mike Evans against New Orleans. Um, that's actually bad, right? Isn't that the matchup where he's always terrible and they uh, what's this? Lat- is who's the guy Lattimore or whatever yeah. shuts him down every time? So that actually may be bad. So um, I don't know if he'll pivot. Uh, Micah does listen, so you know, take that for what it's worth, Micah. Hunter Henry, M. Gay, and the Bengals D against the Jets off the wire. Nice move uh, for Pat's fan. Herbert, Robinson, Elliott, Williams, they're all back. McLaurin, Seals, Jones, Bass, and the Steelers defense here. Um, Yeah, this one seems like you – I want to say Micah easy, but maybe not. I wrote Corpy off last week, and I – am I overthinking this? Uh, No, I I mean – yeah, Corby's got a lot of fresh bodies coming back. Yeah. Uh, and they all got a ch- yeah. they got a chance to game plan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I like Robinson. I like Robinson against Seattle. I love Zeke. Absolutely. Um Well, uh, I mean, I have Picked against Micah for 37 weeks in a row now, so I'm going to do it again. Give me Corbett an upset. Why not? Let it ride. Come on. I'm not. I'm not picking Micah now. Let's go. I'm gonna. I'm going. I'm going down with the ship on this uh, anti-Micah crusade. Even yeah, if it yeah, means think... picking Corby, who was my original sworn enemy on this show, but you know, yeah, you got to You got to You got to pick your poison. I'm gonna not to go with the flow, but uh, since Micah probably secretly knew that Gibson had a stress fracture and shipped him to me. Uh, I'm going with old Pat's fan. So Lance, I, I should, I should tell you that, uh, Micah did text me and he, let me see if I can find this, uh, this time whispering so that only you can hear me. (laughs) I like it. Uh, he said, uh, he, this is the most recent text I have from Micah. This was on, uh, Friday, uh, 10 19 a.m he said uh i told you when jason and i made the gibson hopkins trade that i saw this coming for gibson so um he either is a, a psychic or he he knows somebody in that wft training room so well he got his ass whooped last last week so. <laughs> there you go all right double Fuck Micah pick for me and Lance there. I don't know. Uh, Here we go. Blue Streaks, five and two. This should have been the game of the week, but I didn't do enough prep to actually uh, know what was going on. I just, hey, I'm winging it, baby. Blue Streaks, five and two. Flag Bros, four and three. Uh, Two of the three teams with winning records going head-to-head. Blue Streaks, a 56% favorite. Blue Streaks, we're going to see... 
Matt Ryan in there. He's he's scared off. He's scared off of Aaron Rodgers with no Devontae, no Lazard. Mm-hmm. What do you think of this on a Thursday night? Do you play Rodgers anywhere, anywhere, anytime, anyway, or do you uh, do you do you no. pivot to Matt Ryan, Lance? What do you think? I think Matt Ryan has, regardless of Ridley sucks, he's got uh, healthier and better uh, options. And he's been better. He, they, Falcons looked really bad the first couple of weeks, and they've looked better, I would say. So you, you would well, go Matt Ryan here? Yeah, and, tr- and plus uh, Green Bay's on a uh, a short week, even even if they didn't have COVID. So um, I would – I don't know. Devontae Adams is everything to Mr. A-Rodge. So I, I think you have a better chance of a – I have a, I think you have a higher floor with Matt Ryan. Okay. All right, you sold me. You sold me. I'm into it. Uh, he is still going to play Aaron Jones, though. He is going to play Tony Pollard off the wire. He doesn't have any other options here. Uh, Clyde and Hunt on IR. Cooper Cup, of course, got to play him against Houston. That could be a 50-burger. Uh, Tony Brown against New Orleans if he is healthy. Um, again, uh, John B. has no pivot. He's holding Michael mm-hmm. Thomas. Kelsey, Joseph, and the Buccaneers. For Lee, Brady against the Saints. Zach Moss, Najee Harris, Godwin, uh, Keenan Allen, Jerry Cook, Young Hui Koo, and the Broncos defense. Um, yeah, boy, this is this is tough because it's like I don't know if Antonio Brown's going to play. Um, Pollard is like a backup running back, but kind of flexible. Moss, I mean, yeah, Pollard and Moss is kind of a wash to me. Um, it depends on, I mean, oh, sorry. I just went off the screen. Okay. Um, when I look at John B's thing, like I understand the hold of Mike Thomas, but it's, he is, he's showing no signs of like, they're not even talking about him and you're five and two. It's a division thing. If Antonio Brown can't go, there's like, Mar- I mean, Marvin Jones, I can name a few people that all sure. have decent matchups. And uh, you can't go with a zero burger just because you want to hold on to Michael. I don't like uh, Drew Brees Thomas. Yeah. Um, and, and I will say this, John B., that may have worked against a shitty team like me, but the Flag Bros are decent. They can actually score points from time to time. Tom Brady will put up a put up a 40-50 on you, and you could be in trouble. You, you know, so exactly. You, you, you're playing with fire here. Uh, but we don't know. I don't know what the word is on Antonio Brown. Is he going to play? Do we know? I mean, it says questionable, and but Could I mean, regardless, games. Yeah, I even like. Stuff. I don't know. I, I there's a couple people. I would probably do over Pollard also, but I mean, uh, that are out on the waiver wire. But that's yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. This is tough, man. I, yeah, I think I think I like. Yeah, I mean, I think I have to go Flag Bros in another upset here, just on the Brady Godwin stack here. I, you know, I, I don't know. I, this is close. I mean, it's because it's Cooper Cup, man. Thirty points a game against Houston, or do they get up and then not have to throw? I mean, I guess you could argue that if you're if you're making the contrarian Cooper Cup play here, and Kelsey, of course, we haven't even talked about Kelsey, who's always the X factor. Um, I don't know. I'm going to go with Lee just because I think there's a lot of uncertainty with what I'm seeing mm-hmm. in the blue streak, so I don't think I can pick him right now. I'm going to I'm gonna go with what I said with your team and your uh, your Falcons stack, how this is the week. So I'm actually 
gonna stick with the the blue streaks luck and just say that he has enough from uh Ryan Aaron Jones by himself possibly yeah um and then Cup and Kelsey I think they they could put up monster enough games that uh I mean yeah I don't know I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with blue right. streaks I like it uh you're on record John B put him on the board he picked you I'm sorry John B I shouldn't have picked against <laughs> you it's nothing personal uh finally the reason you're here mm. thaw nasties five and two flying high grudge match against your boy dave kleesner he's three and four he's coming off a win he's hot too you are a 56 percent favorite in the eyes of the fantasy guru and let's see why that is well it's because you got matthew stafford and he's guruing a damn near 31 points against the houston texans that's gonna help uh, Chase Edmonds against Green Bay, Antonio Gibson uh, against Denver, Jamar Chase against uh, the, the hapless Jets, oh boy, DK against Jacksonville, oh lordy have mercy, now you're getting my attention, uh, Kasicki against Buffalo, Prater and the Colts D right now um, against Tennessee, uh and for team owners, he's got Prescott in, we're assuming he's going to play Connor Camara against Tampa Bay, um, which actually may not hurt Camara that much since, since he's more of a receiver anyway. Uh, Diggs, AJ Brown, Fant, Suckup, and the Bears defense. So um, you're favored. You're hot. Are you going to win this game against your boy Dave Cleese? Mm, absolutely. No question. I think uh, I honestly think the projected ninety four to eighty nine. I think it's going to be. Yeah, I think it's going to be higher scores. Looks like uh, both sides, um, some good matchups. Uh, Dax at limited capacity, so I mean it's a calf strain. So, like I I assume he'll play. Um, Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm not John being myself. No. Yeah, you're no come on. You're not gonna come on for the first time to come on the Aceberg FFL podcast for the first time in, in uh, eight nine years, and John B yourself. That's no way to make an impression with the the loyal fan base out there. Uh, yeah, this is this is just like you know you got this Jamar Chase who's scoring thirty a week these last few weeks, and you see the new at Jets, and you're just like, all right, come on. I mean, and, and DK. You know, against Jacksonville, you know, even even with Geno throwing to him, you got to figure that could be another eighty yarder right there. Um, uh, yeah, I yeah, I like you too. This is just another the, the uncertainty with Dak. I don't know what I'm gonna get here. Um, and you came on the show. The same thing I said to Dave Kleesner last week. You're here. I'm picking you, baby. That's well. That's what really matters. It's the people. I mean, look, all of you out there listening to the podcast, all of you matter, da 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 da. But the people that come on the podcast, those are the people that really matter, Ron. Yeah. Except Micah. Except Micah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, Jace. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. This was great. I love talking to you. I love catching up with you. Uh, It was a wonderful off-air banner that we talked so much shit about all of you that you'll never know about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this was fun. I'd love to do it again. Thank you. Any, uh, any, uh, f- 
famous last words for the uh, the Aceberg FFL podcast listeners as we head into uh, to week eight. Um, uh, good luck to you and your uh, Thank scoring. You. Good luck to me and fuck it. everybody else. All right. Thank you, Jace. Uh, yeah, have a good night, man. Appreciate it. And uh, we will talk to you soon, hopefully. All right. See you, man. Dude, thanks, homie. Yeah. All right. Appreciate it. Bye.